Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talks special The Haunting of Hill House after show. On a normal episode of Horror Movie Talk, we would review and discuss one horror film in detail. But for this series of 10 plus episodes, we will be having an opinionated and accidentally funny discussion on each episode of, um, what was it? Oh yeah, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, your expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and me, Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. So with no further ado-do, let's get to The Haunting of Hill House after show. What do with, you do? With horror movie talk. With the doo-doo. What do you do with the doo-doo? So this episode is episode six. This is titled The Two Storms, because... Why? Why is it titled the Two Storms? There's two storms in it. It's genius. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um. So. So. Yeah. Actually. Actually, if you think about it, there's four storms in this episode, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm. But first, let's get into spoilers because this whole episode is spoilers. So okay. Spoilers. Spoilers. I love it. Um, so, in uh, in episode six, the two storms, we get to witness the most impressive technical achievement of the series, in my opinion. Uh, the long shot cinematic cuts of this episode are huge. It's there's maybe yeah, there's a giant one take. Yeah, at the start, that is- that's. 20 minutes yeah seemingly I, apparently it's it's obviously got some cuts in it but for all for, as far as the audience can tell there's i mean for the whole episode it's a very consistent through stream yeah like it's it's uh tied together very nicely and there's a couple cuts but there are some there is one scene in the funeral home that is literally just this long long one shot one take and it's interesting, and it's super impressive, and it in- integrates not only the present day family but the young family in like rotating yes. the camera in like really cool ways. It's 
It's interesting because you mentioned rotating the camera. That is a thing that is present throughout this entire episode. Is this is the camera will do these these wraparound shots of mm-hmm. well they're not shots it's one big long continuous shot like a breeze of wind mm-hmm. or a tornado a turnotter mm-hmm. if you will oh. or like like what they see in episode seven is a a microburst right they have right. this real intense storm um, that affects them and uh, and. Oh, I, I guess maybe that was actually in this one. Yeah, no, it's it was in this one, and then in episode seven, I think he, is when he mentions the mm-hmm. the, the term micro mm-hmm. burst. But anyway, um, so the camera moves around much the same way a hurricane or a tornado would, and uh, and so that's kind of interesting in and of itself. But the four storms I was referring to are, of course, you have the storm in the in the past that that we get to go back and forth into, and then the storm in the present, but also. The storm, the emotional storm, the emotional storms in the past and the present as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Take that, Mike Flanagan. I did better than you. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> did I? So these storms, uh, or this episode, goes to great lengths to shape the characters, and this episode does a great job of showing that this series is more than just stellar writing and character development. It's also a very impressive, sh- impressively shot cinematic kind of effort. Right. Um, I mean, Mike Flanagan is a great director, and he makes that very apparent in this series. And it's kind of interesting because I didn't realize that Bly Manor, most of the episodes were not directed by Mike Flanagan. Crazy. Really? I think he only did like the first and the finale. Wow. Um and so they don't feel quite like quite like his. The story yeah, feels not, like his. And I realize, like in retrospect, they're not quite as consistent as mm-hmm. as these episodes because it's just one, you know, creative vision and voice, and yeah, and it's it's fantastic. It sure is. Yeah. So, um, so let's see here. the The episode kind of starts out with Shirley and Theo fixing up Nell before the funeral. And discussing and and Theo is kind of like she's kind of like doing doing Shirley dirt by being like she doesn't look she doesn't look like she's sleeping she looks like she's dead. Well, like, this is more of a like a Theo observation, which is oops, oh no, my bad. Which is pretty great. Which is true. It's like oh, yeah. they always say that they they look like they're sleeping. Nope, she looks, they look fucking weird. Yeah, they look dead. They look like a corpse. Yeah. No matter how much you paint them up, no matter how much you put them in their favorite suit, they, now, they look dead. You see, you'd know this better than me because I don't think I've ever looked at a. Oh yeah, you told me that. At a dead person in a casket, anyway. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen a dead person ever. I think I have, but um, I mean, but surely yeah. on the internet. <laughs> what? Surely on the internet, you've seen dead people. Oh yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. But that's not the same thing, I don't think. One of your one of your favorite album covers is a dead person. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the Mayhem cover. Uh, I can't remember. Dark something something. Yeah, there's a there's a band called Mayhem, a black metal band, in like 1993. The one of the guitarists shot himself in the head with a shotgun, and the other members of the band decided to stage a photo with his brains all splattered all over the. Uh, all over the place with a shotgun next to him, and they used it for their album cover. It's pretty much the most metal album cover that's ever, ever been released. 
Anyway, so uh, so anyway, in in your experience, seeing dead people at funerals is is this true? They don't look like they're sleeping. They yeah, I mean, there's definitely you know there there's some stuff that you can't really account for, which is you know sunken features because there's not blood pumping through their body. Yeah, they can try to counteract it by shoving in a bunch of you know goo yeah. to make it look like they're still alive but you, you can't quite can't quite meet okay the threshold of Black. living person yeah something about you know all that living thing it's really hard to replicate right it's hard to do right and actually in this case it's like well you see i mean we see now it's like yeah. well she looks like she's alive because she she's, is she's alive. Yeah. yeah. In fact, probably great efforts went into making her look dead. <laughs> right. Okay. So anyway, um, at this part, at this point in the episode, we kind of, we get to meet everybody else. Everybody's flying in, you know, meeting up. They're, they're kind of converging on Shirley's house because Shirley obviously runs the, uh, the funeral home uh, that is going to to be hosting the funeral and and so luke shows up and steven shows up their dad doesn't quite show up yet because well he's doing his nervous thing where he's changing his clothes a lot in the Mm -hmm. hotel room but but luke and steven are there and uh and there's like this everybody's got this every time luke comes into the frame i feel so bad for this guy Mm -hmm. because every time he shows up everyone's like ah he's probably got a needle in his arm or something like that you know but this is the stigma that haunts addicts. You know, this is it truly yeah. it it's just because they've burned everybody a million times by now because that's what addicts do. It's what they do. And um yeah, I just feel bad for the guy because at this point he's really making a lot of good faith efforts to try and be a good man because the last thing Nell said to him was um you know, was basically you know, bring back my brother Luke, mm-hmm. you know, which I think we learn in the next episode. Right. Um, but anyway, um, and we also learn in the midst of it, it, things start to really heat up in this long panning shot. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole family starts to kind of like kind of getting angrier and mm-hmm. sadder and there's more emotions because mm-hmm. there's Nell and oh, and um, and in the midst of all this, we learn that. Stephen is taking a break from his wife. His wife and him are taking a break from their marriage. Mm-hmm. And he's well. Like, I think we learned that in the first episode that they were taking a break. But everybody it's, else, it's, learns. yeah, everyone else learns. Sure. And and I love it. it, it there's a this there, is such yeah, a family. This is such a family. This is such a real family. Yeah. Because everybody's there's this weird like stigma attached to each character. She's this. He's that. Luke's the addict. And it's like Steve is the is just the dick for no like (laughs) by no no fault of his own, really. Like he's successful and uh, and he he wrote a book that some of the people in the family believe takes advantage of the family story. Well, I mean, this guy can't catch a fucking break. They're like, oh, 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 Steve is so stupid. You're such an idiot. And it's like, well, he's kind of quietly paying for everyone's mortgage. So why don't you shut the fuck up? Like, yeah, but I mean, he's also dick. Like, he's kind of. Yeah, he is a little bit. But 
a lot of it is just kind of being pragmatic. And there, I mean, there's something very specific about having someone in the family that's like, um, slightly more pretentious or feeling like they're someone that's condescending. Like he's the probably the most condescending family member maybe surely oh surely for sure i think but like he surely presumes to speak for everyone all the time she's like don't take his money you know it's like well surely is like she's putting on the image of perfection and kind of like dictating a lot of stuff yeah but steven is like kind of quietly like um you know he's like undercutting Luke's achievements. He's like, yeah, he's going to, yeah. Yeah. Looks good now, but you know, I've seen it before. But they all do that. They yeah. all do that with the exception of the dad, which by the way, bravo, like just a real example of a good dad. Right. Like, cause he's absent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given everybody the benefit of the doubt. I mean, every, right. Every constantly sticking up for whoever is being put down. Yeah, in terms of, like, good guys, like, the dad is definitely the goodest, like, um, has the best internal motivations yeah. out of anyone. But, yeah, that's that's great when Shirley is kind of, like, poking at the hornet's nest. It's like, where's your wife? What does that mean? He's like, uh, can we, would it be okay with everyone? She's coming on a separate flight. Why? Would it be okay if everyone, if we put my marital issues aside for 10 minutes while we deal with the incredible grief of having lost our sister? Like, and Shirley's like, no. Yeah, that's a bitch move. Uh, I, I definitely, um, I definitely, what do you call it? Um, empathize with, uh, with Steve, Steven on this just because. It seems like they've already got whatever he's going to say out of his mouth before he even says it. Mm. And not nine times out of ten, whatever he says is, like, pretty logical and reasonable. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, to, to be honest, the same thing with Shirley. They're, the, they're like, just two sides of the same, same coin, kind of. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the whole family has this going on in spades, you know, which is exactly what a family's like. It's like, oh, he's that way. He's this guy. He's the crazy one. You know, oh, he's crazy. What's he going right. to do? Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so and then and then and it it keeps going with Steve being the punching bag. They're like he's like, well, you know, so. Luke and I were sitting on uh, first, first class, and they're like, wait, where's dad? And he's like, well, he's sitting in coach. And they're like, oh, you you sprang for first class, but you couldn't uh, you couldn't get it for dad? And he's like, he he wouldn't have it. He refused. He insisted on buying his own ticket. They're like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I think he's Steve's def- definitely the punching bag, but it's not 100% unwarranted, I feel, no. from like yes. past experiences. Yeah, sure. But also, he's kind of paying everybody's mortgage. Uh, how about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I don't know. There's uh, there's something to be said for mm-hmm. for paying people a lot of money. Um, so and then the the oh, man, dude. OK, so just just a, a quick aside. The, well, not it's not a side. The dad. What's his name? Hugh mm-hmm. sees Nell. And I'm just like, like, that was a really emotional moment for me because. 
immediately I just go, oh my God, what if I saw my daughter in right. the casket? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm floored. <laughs> I can't know? even, I can't even attempt to process it. Like, I don't want to go down that, that road. I do every time. Every time I see that shit, I do it. I go, let's see what that looks like. I can feel like, especially when, you know, showing scared little kids, you know, like, like now when she was scared in front of the Betnick lady, like that's super impactful and it, it just guts me. But when it comes to like dying children or even like adult children dying, like it's just not, I can't, I can't go down that road internally. I just got, got a, like a block. What's it called? compartmentalize it. Mm, wow. Know? I I can't I don't do that. I I don't think I compartmentalize anything. <laughs> I compartmentalize my wife's voice. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> Up top. <laughs> so anyway, so then it moves from, you know, the present and he's like the dad's like, you know, is there a bathroom around here? They're like down the hall and to the left. He heads down the hall and to the left and then boom, it's the past. Now mm-hmm. he's walking through Hill House and bang, that chandelier falls down. Holy moly, man. That scared the <laughs> shit out mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. I uh I jumped real high for that <laughs> because it was out of nowhere. And that's when we know that the house is haunted by the Phantom of the Opera. No, much worse. <laughs> Water damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the uh the the whole family gathers because of because of this incredible sound of the chandelier falling down. And uh and the chandelier has fallen down because there's a big storm going on. By the way, there's also a big storm going on in the present, like we said earlier. Mm. Um, and uh, Shirley comes downstairs. She's like, oh, my window's broke. By the way, get used to that. All the windows in the house are going to break here pr- pretty shortly in this episode. Uh, I know. They talk. It shows them really, um, in the next episode, really dealing with this water damage issue. Like, yeah. oh, man, this has got some got some soggy you know, plaster. This is going to financially ruin us. But they didn't say anything really when every single pane of glass shatters in the house. I know. Isn't that a little more expensive? I don't... In terms of work, no. No, but But in terms of expense... Maybe financial... I don't know. This is plaster, man. Plaster is a fucking bitch. I mean, plaster is not drywall. And this was in a time before drywall. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, when you're talking lath, you know, they got lath, and Mm -hmm. then you got plaster to paint over the lath. Mm -hmm. And that's just a super mega bitch. Hmm. I mean, like, there was... Oh, man. Yeah, plaster's a bitch. Anyway, um... Nell goes missing pretty early on in this in this whole thing. She's a little girl, and they're like, where'd Nell go? And they're looking and looking for her. And this whole episode uh, of, of the past is basically looking for Nell. And, you know, it kind of got me thinking, do you believe... It's weird that this is this is, this is is a question I'm asking in episode six, but do you believe that these kind of houses exist? You know, these... Haunted houses? Yeah, yeah. Like, like really haunted, you know? Like, really haunted? Yeah. I want to believe that they do, but no. 
Boy, I want to believe they don't. I mean, they don't. You know, I've been in like hotels that are like, oh, this is a haunted hotel, blah, blah, blah. Or this is like a haunted place. Like, yeah. it. you know what it is? It's just an old house. You know? Yeah. And you tell people enough story, enough, you tell them the story enough times and then they'll conjure something up in their head and mistake the dream for reality yeah. kind of thing. I don't know. I The older I get, the more I realize, like, yeah, that's not, there's not a lot of people seeing ghosts around because in, it's, in it's, nowadays. It's gotten a lot quieter since cameras yeah. came out. Seems, seems like a lot of shit has dried up. You know? Yeah. It's like. One really believes in Bigfoot anymore. I've seen a couple videos of like UFOs mm. sometimes on cell phone cameras, but even then, it's not it's not a lot of them. You know, it's not like it's not like when I'll the when this. that building blew up in uh, um, Lebanon was it Lebanon? I don't know that big like uh, port that blew up. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, I, I know what you're talking about. I think it's Lebanon, um, Lisbon. And like the hour after that happened, there was like 50 angles of it. Yeah. Of just people, not even just like, I mean, some of them were taking videos of the smoke. Some of them were just like shooting their plants or something and it happens. Yeah. It's like, God damn, video 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 cameras are going on all the time. Yeah. So if there's some ghost... That consistently haunts yeah. a place. And that's the other thing. You watch like these sighting shows or like uh, oh, Paranormal Act. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. Zach Baggins ghost, guy? Ghost Hunters. Or ghost Hunters. Um, every one of them is like, we've got, all the, we've got the technology. We've got the EKGs. And Nothing the solid yet. MRIs. <laughs> and the, season nine. And then every <laughs> time. they're running like, season nine? Oh, we caught the. We got the tip of a of a brick being hurled through for the frame. Just the tip, though. Just found just found the shaft of my cock over here. It's just right over here. Yeah, I tell you what. Uh, the UFO stuff, I believe in way more than I believe in the ghost stuff. Right, way more because it's much more plausible. <laughs> I also like, believe it's like that could be easily human activity. You know, yeah, explained in a different way. Maybe that too. But I mean, hey, you know, we're not saying aliens. I said UFO. So right. get your get your shit straight. Sure. Anyway, so um back to back to episode six. So Nell goes miss, missing and um and then we shift back into the present day and the, and everyone's kind of remembering Nell and and the word that she made up, which was puffalope, which which stood for padded puffy envelope. And that's totally something my daughter would do. Yeah. She'd come up with. She comes up Puffalope. with names for everything. Um, uh, and then, uh, let's see here. So somebody asked, what was that call from? Oh, somebody asked their dad, what was their, that call from Mrs. I think it was Stephen asked his dad, what was that call from Mrs. Dudley about? Well, she called dad and called the police. And then she went inside and saw Nell hanging and that's that's how they disc- that's how Nell was discovered um and well that's the narrative at least right right that's the narrative that the dad wants to right. everyone to believe um and and you know we go back over the fact that Nell had talked to 
her dad the night of her death, basically right before her mm-hmm. death. Um, and then we get the big earth shattering fight, um, which is the, everything comes to a head. I love this one. Yeah. Because Shirley gets put in her place real good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, oh, 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 I, uh, you know, they're pointing fingers this way and that and trying to trying to make Steve into the bad guy. And and uh, and he's like, you're Steven even says something. He's like, you're making yourself look real, real foolish right now. You don't even know it. And she's like, I uh, how dare you? This is my house. And then and then Theo, Theo opens her mouth and she's like. I've been taking the money from Steven, you know, so what's up? And well, no, she, that's why she's so mad is that Theo reveals that she's been taking Steven's money. Oh, yes. And then Shirley blows up and yeah, yeah. the reveal is that her husband, yeah, her husband was like, taking the money. We've been taking the money too. Yeah. She's like. And then she like backs into the corner like a wounded animal. She's like, ah, ah, it's brutal. Dude. It's brutal. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine this happening? Like oh, you man. being turned into a total hypocrite against your will. I mean, it is pretty shitty of her husband to do. Mm. Like, oh, absolutely. But his to his point, she is constantly giving people uh, like everything's explainable. That's what I love about this. Yeah, I mean, like, everything. She's constantly everything seems... giving every single customer that rolls through the door like a super discount, like doing it at price. Like she's basically just doing charity for people who die. And he's like, "We got to keep the lights on," and he allowed us to do that. And so you get to do your charity work. Like this is good. It is right. It, the only bad part is your pride. That's the only bad part of this whole thing is how proud you are. I I will maintain that this I will stand behind this statement. I think pride is the single most disgusting human aspect that we have. Like, yeah, there's nothing good about it. Nothing good about pride. Yeah. And yeah. Pride is the probably worst human and people, inclination. And people seem so amped up to be like be proud and it's like you should be humble before everything else and and pride comes very very into the like that comes after everything else right because it's gross um anyway yeah um she's definitely um betrayed yeah i mean i'll uh, i'll just say like from the perspective from her perspective mm-hmm. like that's a that's a real bad betrayal by your husband. The ultimate. Because even though it's like... You knew. He knew the yeah, whole time. He knew what yeah. she felt about it. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. It's, it's when she was like, we're really not... No one's taking the money. Um, And it's like... There, there's a couple instances in the show where people are making terrible decisions and just assuming that like, yeah, the comeuppance will never come. Or I'm not worried about the inevitable comeuppance for this decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, eventually it comes. So Shirley is betrayed by Theo and her husband. And then. At then the end. Then, oh, oh wait, wait. I guess I'm skipping ahead. Yeah. Then there's. But, then they discover buttons on Nell's eyes. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? How does this happen? Yeah. I have no idea how this happened. Yeah. 
And I don't know the significance of it either. I I don't get it. I don't know if it's ever explained. I I don't know. I, I've only seen up to episode seven so far, so I can't. Yeah, I don't remember see. the buttons ever being explained. I'm up to nine, and I don't remember being explained. So then the lights go out. The they the whole family splits up, and bent neck lady shows up, which as as we know by now is that is now. And it's interesting whenever the bent neck lady or Nell shows up in front of her dad, and he's pretty. He's pretty unperturbed. Yeah, he's, he's yeah that that dude has seen some shit and has spent a lot of time. Well, but then um, in the next episode we learn kind of why he's so unperturbed, which is mm-hmm. he's got his wife with him all the time, right. and um, which is kind of confusing because it it's yeah. his wife, you know, as she was living, mm. being a ghost like a a very like um, you know. 80s ghost like 80s sitcom sitcom ghost yeah um and then also his wife is a creepy corpse zombie ghost right yeah it's, so does he see that too all the time or no he sees he's like his oh and i think she's his memory you know at least once a month for a couple days she turns into crawling zombie live Shut you up. know <laughs> <laughs> you're asking for it um so yeah as oh so then you know and again we we switch back to the past and uh and the mom is looking for nell and she's going through all the doors and and man okay do you remember that part she's going through all the different rooms and she sees or she she walks in that one room and the fireplace has all this all this rain gushing down through, right, the, through right. the fireplace. And she's like, oh, no. And she closes the flue. And as she's leaving the room, there's a woman sitting on the bed. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, give me chills. I was like, oh, my God. I find, I love – I see, this is my second walkthrough or, or watching of yeah. this series. So I'm, I'm really trying very hard to find all the background ghosts. Yeah, there's a couple. The other one that's like super like um, – scary when you notice it i can't remember if it's in this episode or another one but when they're at the they're in the kitchen and they're talking and there's like a ghost lady inside the cabinet yeah anyways um so the casket falls the kids see the kids in the past see a wolf they're like it's down there this sends the dad on kind of a wild goose chase for his wife she and he keeps seeing basically i think either her it's very hard to tell whether it's her or her ghost but she's alive so it's got to be her and she just keeps oh yeah she kind of like turning the corner yeah turning the corner and halls far away and um and that's really disorienting and then you know, we we get back into the present and we see the uh, the casket fall, which is yeah, it's uh, a little much. It's like really we're gonna gonna upset the dead here, <laughs> and uh, and and then oh buddy, the, the real crippler. I remember the, I remember the gut punch the first time I saw this was Shirley walks into the storage room and sees. Theo, her sister, like apparently going for a kiss with her husband. Yeah. And she's like, 
the two people that just barely betrayed her. What the fuck? Nobody is using somebody is in some trouble. So, um, yeah, we end the episode with little Nell being found in the Hill house. And she keeps saying, I was jumping around the whole time and waving my arms and no one paid any attention to me, which is kind of, it's kind of how Nell's life was, right? It was kind of just being forgotten in amongst a bunch of more powerful personalities. Well, it's also what she is now as a the lady ghost. Right. No one can see her most of the time. Right. You know? Yeah, it's... It's a it's a really great episode. I really really like this episode a lot. Um, so so with that, let's move on to episode seven. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to Horror Movie Talk podcast and uh, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you please. That would help us out a whole lot. Make sure to share us with a friend. And of course, if you would like to support the show, you can do so by heading over to our patreon or uh you can head over to our website that's probably simpler go to horrormovietalk.com and click on either one of the links at the top banner it says go to patreon or go to amazon and if you click on go to patreon you can support us there directly or anytime you have to do your shopping you can click through that link on our website and amazon and a little bit of your purchase will go to us thank you so much to Dustin Goble, he is our professional artist who fucks so hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans, so make sure you contact him at dgobel 0 on Instagram. That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. Uh, and another special thanks to Maxwell.r.allen on Instagram. He wrote the intro music for these episodes of the haunting of hill house after show so without any further ado head on over to our after show for episode seven we love you very much bye, bye. bye.